Hi, everyone. Happy Thursday. We hope you enjoy the podcast today. Very quick disclaimer. Um, at one point in the episode, I get so excited talking about Purim that I accidentally say Passover, um, which is another holiday that is coming up, but not the focus of our podcast today. And make sure you check out our Etsy shop. It's Da Shana Punams. Um, check it out. A lot of fun stuff. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and happy Thursday. Happy second episode of the Bagels Thursdays podcast. And today we're just going to be talking about Purim. Purim is an upcoming Jewish holiday. And if you take away just one thing from this podcast, take away this. Purim is about when a woman saved the day. So thousands and thousands of years ago, there was a king and his name was King Ahasuerus. And if you're wondering why that isn't a popular baby name today, I have no idea. It just rolls off the tongue. And King Ahasuerus had a wife named Queen Vashti. And at one time, King Ahasuerus asked Vashti to go in front of a group of men and either, you know, dance or sort of expose her, show herself. And she said, hell the fuck no. And King Ahasuerus was like, Okay, then bye. And so, as you can imagine, King Ahasuerus was now a very lonely man because he had banished his wife. And so he did, um, you know, what any king would do thousands and thousands of years ago. He held a beauty pageant. And so women came to um, enter this beauty pageant in the hope that they would be crowned um, King Ahasuerus' new wife and queen. One of these women was Esther, and she's very, very important to our story. Esther was Jewish, and her uncle, Mordecai, told her to go to this pageant, um, but told her not to reveal that she was Jewish. So she did that. Um, and of course, King Ahasuerus fell madly in love with her, made her their new queen, his wife. Um, he still at this time does not know um, that she is Jewish. One other really important person to the story is Haman. We do not like him. He's a bad dude. He's a bad guy. He hated the Jewish people. So Haman was sort of a close confidant, a bro, if you will, um, to King Ahasuerus. And Mordecai, who um, is Esther's uncle, would not bow down to Haman. So Haman's fucking pissed. Haman doesn't like the Jews. Um, Mordecai says... I'm not going to bow down to you because I only bow down to my God. You are not my God. So Haman goes to King Ahasuerus and like, yo, bro, I got this problem with the Jewish people. I'm going to get rid of them. And with that, he meant kill them. And King Ahasuerus was kind of like, okay, yo, do what you got to do. You know, you do you. And so Mordecai, who you know heard this and got this information, went to Esther and said, hey, can you do us a solid and talk to your hubby? Because things are not looking so great for us. And Queen Esther, you know, after a few, there was, you know, a few feasts. And then she finally revealed herself to King Ahasuerus. And she's like, hey, please don't kill us. Right? I mean, like, please don't just like, you know, kill off this group of people. And so King Ahasuerus um, didn't end up, you know, did not kill all the Jews and, and told Haman not... Um, you know, not to do that. And so that side of the story, the Jews were saved. Esther saved the day because she showed who she were and she, you know, stood up for uh, for who she was and, and for her people. So she is our hero um, in this story. Today, how do we celebrate Purim? Well, 
Pourim, like I said, is the big, it's a big sort of big fun holiday. Uh, people get drunk. There are carnivals, um, you know, at like temples and, you know, after Sunday schools, you know, and, and things like that. So there's carnival games. I think that costumes are a very big part of Purim. A lot of people, you know, dress up as like Queen Esther, King Ahasuerus, the other characters of the Purim story. And, you know, it's like carnival and, and fun and games and, and costumes. One big part of Passover is the reading of the Megillah, which is essentially the story of Purim. And a big part of the Megillah reading are groggers. Now, groggers are noisemakers that are really effing loud, if you've never heard them before. Um, I, you know, imagine at a sports game with those, like, you know, inflatable sticks that you bang together or those plastic clappers. They're up there with those, you know, just really effing annoying noises. And as a kid, right, you're spinning. It's so fun to make a lot of noise when you're a kid, right? And as you get um, older and you become an adult and there's a lot of noise, you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking noise. I have a headache. Um, a side note, I don't understand why this um, this holiday is not sponsored by like Tylenol or Advil because it just feels like it's right up their alley. And so Grockers, um, with the reading of this story, every time Haman's name is read, you're supposed to, um, you know, sort of spin this Grogger and make noise to sort of, you know, stomp out his name. And, you know, people boo or make other noise but groggers are really the main vessel for this and you're spinning and spinning and spinning like I mean you're getting tennis elbow probably maybe gonna need Tommy John surgery like it is a lot of making noise but the point is to sort of um to stamp out Heyman's name and um you know I think today there should be I mean there's carnivals you know that happen at temples but it should be big you know like citywide Festivals. I'm telling you, Tylenol or Advil should sponsor it. Gatorade or other sports drinks. Is Powerade still a thing? I don't think so. But, you know, All Sport. Remember that one? That was, All Sport was delicious. Just so, terrible, probably terrible for you, but it was delicious. And breakfast sandwiches companies like McDonald's, you could literally be the post-Porum recovery meal. Because what it is, a lot of people on Porum, they just get shit-faced. Um... And one other thing we do on Purim is we eat um, hamantashen, which are, look, you know, essentially triangle-shaped cookies. And they are um, supposed to mimic what they, is said that Haman's hat looked like. So it's a three-cornered hat, and it typically has a sweet filling. Popular flavors are uh, mostly, you know, fruits, apricot, raspberry, chocolate. I think the fruit ones are gross. And I prefer chocolate or sprinkles or poppy seed is actually delicious. And I was very anti-poppy seed hamantaschen for a while. But then I tasted it and was like, oh, this basically tastes like chocolate when it's made like this. Now I know you're probably saying, well, Courtney, if you maybe you'll like apricot or a raspberry one if, you know, you were to finally try it. And I, to that I say no. No, thanks. I don't do jelly. I barely do sufganyot at Hanukkah, which are jelly-filled uh, donuts we eat on Hanukkah. I don't eat peanut butter and jelly. Um, you know, I don't even eat milk and cereal. And I also used to eat peeps. I can't eat them anymore because they're not kosher. So if you want to just make a list of all the things that you, all my weird food things. Um, but I don't do jelly. And so I'll stick with the chocolate and the poppy seed or the sprinkle because honestly, like, white mess? with a good thing. Um, but it's kind of ironic because these cookies are sort of shaped like Haim, or, you know, supposed to be shaped like Haman's hat. And there's this popular saying um, related to, you know, Jewish holidays and festivals is that they try, when they, you know, say like, you know, what's this holiday about? 
Um, they say, well, they tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. And so we are in porn specifically, we are literally eating this guy's hat who tried to kill us. Um, so it is just, uh, it's just interesting. But um, let me know what your Hanukkah tradition, I'm sorry, your Purim traditions are. Uh, my brother seems to think that instead of using groggers, every time we hear Haman's name in the Megillah, we should uh, take a shot of alcohol. Um, that seems like a lot. And you would for sure need Tylenol or Advil, um, you know, maybe an IV after that. But if you're celebrating Purim this weekend, let me know what you're doing. If you're like commentation, let me know what your favorite flavor is. If you're trying it for the first time this weekend, let me know. I can't wait to hear how you all celebrate.